everything inspired by the teachings of His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, who is the founder and chair of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. Today our topic is steering your life in the right direction. Our words that we speak from our mouths are setting the direction for our lives. If you want to know where you're going to be five years from now, just listen to what you're saying about yourself in the present moment. I'll never get well. I'll never break this addiction. I'll never meet the right person. You know what you're doing? You're prophesying your future. You can't speak defeat and have victory in your life. You can't talk sickness and have health. You can't speak lack and struggle and have abundance. I've heard it said, you will eat the fruits of your words. That's why it's important to get into the habit of speaking victory over your life. Prabhupada, our spiritual master, said these words. Our process is very simple. Just engage your tongue. Leave aside all other senses for now. The tongue is the strongest of all your senses. It can be your bitterest enemy, or it can be your most intimate friend. Scripture says, Sevan mukehis jibado shayam evash paratyadaha. Engage your tongue in the service of the Lord, and in due course of time, he'll be revealed. Very nice process. Then Prabhupada continues. So how do we engage? What do we do with our tongue? Tongue has two businesses, to talk, to vibrate, and to eat. So you talk of Krishna, you sing of Krishna, you chant Hare Krishna, and you eat only consecrated, purified vegetarian food, which is offered to Krishna, called prasadam. We're going to do some of that downstairs after the service. Then you'll come to understand Krishna just on the strength of using your tongue in a Krishna-centered way. Prabhupada says, any uneducated person or any person in any position of life can just use their tongue in these two important ways for Krishna's service. And thus your tongue becomes your most intimate friend. Don't talk anything except Krishna. Don't eat anything except Krishna prasadam. Just these two principles and Krishna, God, will be within your grip. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram. Ram, Ram, Hare Hare. All through the day, I am a servant of the Most High God. Hare Krishna. I'm blessed, I'm strong, I'm healthy, I'm surrounded by favor. Hare Krishna. Something good is going to happen to me. The fruit of those words are blessings, favor, abundance. Hare Krishna. It's not enough just to think it. You have to give life to it by speaking it. When you're in tough times, you have a choice. You can complain about the problem, get on Facebook, call all your friends. I can't believe this happened. Your other choice is you can say, thank you, Krishna or God, that you're fighting my battles. Thank you that what was meant for my harm, you know how to turn it to my advantage. Thank you that you always caused me to triumph to come out better off than I was before. That latter is prophesying victory, prophesying breakthroughs in your life. Key is don't use words to describe the situation. Use your words to change the situation. Well, I'll never get out of this problem. You're inviting defeat. I'm not that talented. You're inviting limitations. I'll never accomplish my dreams. I don't have the connections. You're inviting mediocrity. You need to send out some new invitations. You might be struggling with depression. So your report should be, this is only temporary. This is not who I am. I 
I'm free. I'm happy. I'm clean. I have a bright future. That dream may look too big, but I know that with Krishna or God, nothing's impossible. New doors can open. Good breaks can come looking for me, divine connections, the right people headed my way. Let everything you speak, it is said, be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those that hear them. One person that hears your words is you. They go out of your mouth and circle around back into your own ears. If you hear yourself speaking faith, confidence, and victory long and often enough, they're going to take root in your spirit, and you're going to, guess what? Start to believe the truth about yourself. Start to believe what you say about yourself more than what others say about you. There's nothing more powerful than you speaking victory over your own life. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama, Rama, Hare Hare. Our story today has to do with the five righteous Pandavas. They were in exile for 13 years, being conspired against by their enemies. They had a camp in the forest. One time, while the five Pandava brothers were out, Jayadratha, who was on his way to his own wedding with a huge army, passed the camp of the Pandavas, got smitten with the beauty of Draupadi, and kidnapped her on the way to his own wedding. Would you believe it? Taking advantage of the fact that she was unguarded and completely forgetting that he was going to Sisipal's palace, his friend's palace, to get married, he forcibly took the Pandava's wife up on his own chariot and started speeding away. The Pandavas returned to their camp a few minutes later and they found chaos. And there on the ground, they saw Daituryika, who was Draupadi's maid, weeping and wailing. Yudhisthira, the eldest of the Pandavas, asked, Who has done this? And listen to his words. Who today will fall to the earth with his body pierced and torn by arrows? Do not weep, gentle girl, for Draupadi will come back this day and be reunited with her husband. He's already prophesying victory before he even heard any of the details. Who took her? How did he take her? How many were with him? Which way did he go? He wasn't speaking arrogantly, nor was he speaking naively, speaking with the confidence that Krishna or God protects his devotees and gives them victory, no matter what the odds. Rubbing her face, the maid, Jayadratha took her. He had 6,000 soldiers with him. He carried her away by force. See the trail left there by that wretch? It happened not long ago. He cannot have gotten very far. And then the maid starts getting all negative, starts letting her imagination run away with her. She says, quickly give chase, my lords, lest Draupadi be violently overpowered and being besides herself, gives up her person to an unworthy man, even as the sacrificial oblation might be thrown into ashes. Do not let the clarified butter be poured on a fire of weeds or the sacred garland thrown into a crematorium. Let no low-class man touch with his lips your wife's brilliant face as the soma juice might be licked up by a dog. 
through the master's inattentiveness. And Yudhisthira is saying, whoa, 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 whoa there, girl. He says, don't get all negative on us here. Go to your hot, gentle woman and govern your tongue. In other words, he says, zip it up. Now, one thing I've learned is don't verbalize the negative. Don't give those thoughts life by speaking them out loud. Instead of talking about how you feel, which may be insecure, may be unqualified, may be intimidated, why not repeat what Krishna or God says about you? I can do all things. I'm strong in the Lord. I'm equipped, empowered, anointed. I have been raised up for just such a time as this. The whole time you're saying those things, you may not in fact feel confident or qualified, just the opposite. But you keep speaking victory. You keep calling yourself who Krishna or God calls you. Guess what? It's going to take root on the inside. And over time, you'll start to put your shoulders back, look people more in the eye, feel more strong, more confident, more well able. In your life, you'll start to see favor, new doors opening. You'll start going places that you could have never imagined. What happened? You started to eat the fruit of your words. It's not going to happen overnight. You have to keep speaking victory. Keep calling yourself healthy. Keep declaring your children mighty in the land. Keep declaring that your dreams are going to come to pass. The narration continues. Now this is five warriors attacking an army of 6,000. And we already know who's going to win in advance because of the words that have been spoken. It is said, like hawks swooping on prey, the five Pandava brothers rushed upon Jayadratha's army with fierce cries, and these 6,000 soldiers being charged by five chariots lost their senses and were seized by terror. Jayadratha looked back over his shoulder, he saw the five chariots racing towards him, and he said to Draupadi, five great heroes approach with anticipatory shouts of victory. I think, princess, they are your husbands. Tell me which of them rides which chariot. And Draupadi says, after committing acts which are going to end your life, why do you ask such a question? Still, because you are on the point of death, I will give you the charity of an answer. That car upon which there is a staff with two celestial drums that are always being beaten. And on that cart, you see a lean man, the color of pure gold, with large eyes and a high nose. That is Yudhisthira, the eldest of the Pandavas. The princess then indicated the chariot to Yudhisthira's right. The one seated on that chariot who has long arms and who is tall as a palm tree, biting his lips and contracting his brow, that is Vrikadar. His strength is superhuman, and the earth knows him as Bhima. Those who offend him cannot live. He does not forget an enemy, but always takes revenge, and even then, he is not pacified. The one driving the chariot to the left of Yudhisthira, who blazes like fire, who is always firm in battle, never commits a cruel deed, never relinquishes virtue out of fear, lust, or anger, and who can face any enemy, that is my husband, Arjuna. And behind Yudhisthira, you see the two twins on golden chariots. The one is Nakula, who is loved by his brothers as if he were their own life. 
He is an expert swordsman, and today you will see him cut your troops down like wheat. And by his side is Sahadev, the youngest and favor of all the Pandavas. His wisdom and eloquence are without compare. That intelligent hero so dear to his mother would rather enter fire than give me up to such a low-class man as you. Jayadrath is very, very nervous at this point. Draupadi, who's supposed to be the captive, she's laughing. Now you will see your army like a ship with its cargo of valuable jewels wrecked on rocks. Remember, he has 6,000 soldiers, infantry, chariots, cavalry, elephants. Pandavas are only five. And yet there's no doubt about the outcome because of the words that are coming out of their mouths. The tongue is compared to the rudder of a ship. Although a ship is large and it can be driven by strong winds, it's steered by a small rudder wherever the pilot wants it to go. It's the same way with the tongue. It steers the ship of our body, although it's a very, very small part of our anatomy. It is the tongue that's steering the direction of our life. What you're saying is determining the direction that you go. And the good news is that you have control over the rudder. You have control over your tongue. The question is, are you sending your words out in the direction that you want your life to go? Oh, true, I don't think I'm going to get well. The medical report doesn't look good. That's the wrong direction. My child's been off course for so long, I don't think he'll ever make good decisions. No, change your rudder. You're heading in the wrong direction. Krishna, thank you that my children are mighty in the land. You said my seed is blessed. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Well, true, with this pandemic... I don't see how I can get ahead. Nobody in my family has ever been successful, and now this pandemic threatens to take my business down. When you talk defeat, guess where you're headed towards? Defeat. When you talk failure, lack, mediocrity, you're headed that way. Are you in agreement with what God says about you, or are you contradicting that? He says, you're fearfully and wonderfully made, one of a kind, a masterpiece, crowned with favor. Are you contradicting him by calling yourself weak, inferior, not attractive, subpar? Why don't you start declaring over yourself what your creator, what your maker declares over you? Krishna, you said that even in famine, the righteous will have more than enough. You said that whatever your devotees put their hands to, they will prosper and succeed. You said that for those who keep you first place, they will have victory over the aggressors, even if they are outnumbered and outmanned by them. At this point in our narrative, Draupadi's face flushed, and her eyes turned crimson red. She said to Dryadath, her kidnapper, I don't see anyone here who can save you from the pit that you've dug under your own feet. By expecting to defeat the pious Yudhishthir, you hope to separate with a stick a Himalayan elephant from his herd. You are rousing a sleeping lion to pluck a hair from his face. You will have to flee with all speed from the furious Bhima. When Arjuna confronts you, your death is certain. 
You're inviting these two heroes to an encounter is like a fool trampling on the tails of two enraged, poisonous cobras. As a bamboo bears fruit only to perish, or as a crab conceives only to die, you met your end when you laid your hand upon me. When Arjuna releases his deadly arrows, you will see your entire force destroyed as dry grass is consumed by fire. Beholding Bhima rushing at you with his upraised mace and the twins on all sides vomiting forth their anger, you are then going to feel very, very sorry for what you've done. Jayadratha started shouting commands to his generals, trying to array them for battle. The Pandavas ignored the infantry soldiers on the ground who are already begging for mercy, and they made straight for the chariot fighters that had formed a protective cordon around Jayadratha. They charged into battle, they darkened the sky with a thick shower of arrows, seeing them advance like dreadful tigers, the fighters in Jayadratha's army lost their courage. Many chariots with tall standards lay smashed on the ground, along with armor, helmets, swords, and severed limbs. What was left of Jayadratha's army took off running. Jayadratha was now isolated, terrified, and alone. He put Draupadi down from his chariot, fled into the woods. Quickly catching up to him, Arjuna shouted, O Sindhu king, with what prowess did you take away our wife? Stand and fight. It doesn't become you to run away, leaving your soldiers to face the enemy. Jayadratha didn't even look back. Bhima jumped down from his chariot, bounded after him. His eyes were red with fury. He caught the terrified king, seized him by the hair, threw him down on the ground, and kicked him in the head. As Jayadratha staggered back up into his feet, Bhima was knocking him, striking his head and chest with his fists and his knees. Bhima, through clenched teeth, murmured, this one committed a heinous crime and does not deserve to live. So with all these words going about, words of victory, words of positivity. Let's again think of a ship. Think of this body. It's a ship. It's carrying a valuable cargo. We have the potential in this human form of life to know who we are, who created us, from where we come, and what is the purpose of the human form of life. We're compared to a ship with valuable jewels. However, all of that is at the mercy of the rudder. If the captain doesn't steer the ship properly, if the rudder isn't in the right position, the ship will never fulfill its purpose, never make itself to the intended destination. And all the cargo, all the potentiality will be tragically lost. In the same way, each and every one of us, hand created by God, gifted with this human form of life, we're carrying valuable cargo. Krishna breathed his life into you. He put gifts, talents, potentials. You have seeds of greatness. You're destined to leave your mark, to take your family, your generation to a new level. The question is not, are you equipped? The question is not, are you favored? Do you have what it takes? The question is, are you going to keep your rudder going in the right direction? Are you going to keep speaking victory, abundance, favor, new levels? Or are you going to talk like your average, 
I can't get ahead. I don't get any good breaks. I always get the short end of the stick. This addiction's been in my family line for years. You're not being limited by your circumstances. You're being limited by your words. Your rudder is going in the wrong direction. What you speak, you're moving toward. When you speak victory, you're moving towards victory. When you speak health, you're moving towards health. When you speak abundance, overflow more than enough, you're moving towards abundance. Here's the key. You have to speak it before you see it. That's what faith is all about. Scripture says, let the weak say, I'm strong. You may not feel strong when you say, I'm strong, but you're moving towards strength. You may be fighting an illness, but when you say, I'm healthy, you're moving towards health. Are you steering your ship in the right direction? The direction you want your life to go is your rudder, your tongue taking you towards blessing, increase, abundance, God consciousness. Jayadratha, after having been captured and humiliated, was dragged before Yudhisthira, who showed mercy and compassion on the wretch. Yudhisthira said to Jayadratha, you're a free man. I'll release you this time, but do not commit such a vile act again. You tried to steal our unprotected wife by force. So seeing Jayadratha's humiliated, piteous condition, Yudhisthira felt compassion. He held up his hand in blessing and said, may your heart grow in virtue, go now in peace, and never again contemplate such improprieties. Well, no sooner had Jayadratha walked away with his head down that instead of being grateful and taking to heart the beneficial, truthful, and uplifting words of Yudhisthira, he rejected them. He had a chance to turn his rudder and get his ship going in the right direction. But no, he didn't take that option. He immediately started to think of how to avenge himself on the Pandavas. He decided to take a vow of asceticism to please Lord Shiva. He thought that if he was empowered by that great deity, then surely he would be able to defeat any enemy, including the five Pandavas. For a long time, Jayadratha practiced severe austerities, eating only leaves and remaining wrapped in prayer to Shiva. And eventually, the great Shiva, Mahadev, came before him and said, what do you want? Jayadratha was delighted. He said, may I vanquish in battle all the five Pandavas seated on their chariots. Shiva smiled. Uh-uh. Never going to happen, my man. Cannot be. The Pandavas are unconquerable because they are protected by Krishna. From their mouths come only righteous, uplifting words. When they're not speaking what is good and true, they constantly glorify the Lord by chanting His holy names. No one, not even myself, can defeat those who are always speaking the glories of Lord Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram. Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Srimad Bhagavatam, ninth canto, fourth chapter, 68th verse. The Lord himself says, Sarvavariyam, Sarvavariyam, Maranatinam, Naham Tebyo Managapi. My devotees are always in my heart, and I am always in the heart of my devotees. The devotee does not know anything but me, and I do not know anything except my devotees. There is a very intimate relationship between me and my devotees. 
Pure devotees are never out of spiritual touch with me and are always protected. Our tongue is the rudder for our life, determining the direction we go. The next time you're tempted to say something negative about yourself, negative about your future, negative about your children, your finances, here's our suggestion. Do what Yudhishthira told the maid to do. Zip it up. Don't be your own worst enemy. Don't steer your ship towards defeat. Say not you're too young. Say not you can't get well. Say not you'll never meet the right person. Say not you can't accomplish that dream. Krishna would not have given it to you if you were not well able. You can go around saying, oh, it's such a tough year, 2020, can't wait till it's over. Or you can say, Krishna, thank you that even in hard times, even in pandemic, I'll have more than enough. Thank you that you're an overflow God. Thank you that you're not limited by my circumstances. You're not limited by the economy. Lord, thank you that I'm blessed in a down year, favored in a famine, prospered in a pandemic. I overflow with joy, overflow with peace, overflow with strength. That's steering your ship towards increase, steering your ship towards overflow. Our encouragement tonight is pay attention to what you're speaking. Whatever you're constantly talking about, you're drawing in. When you're bragging on the goodness of our God, talking about what he can do, declaring what he promised, you're going to draw in favor, abundance, blessings, and increase. Take time in your life for the most important thing, to declare God's goodness over your life. Speak victory over your future. It's not enough just to do it when you think about it. Once in a while, when you're in a good mood, intermittently, it needs to become a lifestyle, a habit. All through the day, we're declaring, I'm blessed, I'm strong, I'm healthy. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. When you wake up first thing every morning, Lord, thank you for another beautiful day. Thank you that something good is going to happen to me today. Thank you that you're surrounding me with favor, that blessings are chasing me down, demigods are watching over me, that you being for me is more than the whole world being against me. That's setting your rudder in the right direction. You can't be silent and reach your potential. Nothing happens until you speak. Your words give life to your faith. When you say, I'm excited about my future, something good is going to happen to me, you're moving towards new opportunities, divine connections. When you say, I'm going to break this addiction, I'm not going to be bound by alcohol, by drugs, by anger. When you say that, you're moving towards freedom, breakthroughs, victory. Pay attention to what you're saying. Your life is going in that direction. Your tongue is the rudder deciding in which direction you're going to go. What are you saying about your dreams, your finances, your children? I'm too old. I've made too many mistakes. I don't have any talent. Stop it. It's going to keep you from giving birth to your dreams. You can't speak defeat and reach your potential. When you speak victory over your life, Krishna will open doors that no man can shut, take you to where you could not go on your own, 
the dreams that he's put in your heart, the promises that you're standing on. It's not enough just to believe them. That's important, but something extraordinary happens when you speak them out. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. When you speak, the forces of darkness are broken. Good breaks come looking for you. What you're up against may seem permanent, but just keep speaking victory. When the radical report is not good, speak health. When business is slow, keep speaking abundance. When the addiction seems like it'll never change, keep speaking freedom. When your family member is off course, keep speaking breakthroughs. When you've developed this habit, constantly speaking health, constantly speaking favor, constantly speaking abundance. When you continually do this, Krishna says, you will have good success. You'll get to where you're meant to go. Hare Krishna. Friends, you're going to eat the fruit of your words. Make sure you're sending out words that you want to eat. If it's not positive, if it's not palatable, if it's not hopeful and faith-filled, zip it up. Say not you can't get well. Krishna is a healer. Say not you can't accomplish your dream. Krishna is a way maker. Say not that you'll always struggle. God is a provider. Now get in agreement with him. Start sending your words out in the right direction. If you'll keep speaking victory, I believe, like with Draupadi, rescue is coming. Like with the five Pandava brothers, restoration, victory is coming. Dreams that looked impossible are about to come to pass. Problems that seem permanent are going to turn around. Faith is coming, breakthroughs, divine connection, vindication, the fullness of your destiny in this life. And next life, you go back to home, back to Godhead. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.